Thanks for joining us at WagerAger again here with Coach and Schmidt, my Philly buddies. What's happening, Coach? Not much, man. It's good to be back. Happy to be invited. It's a, a good day to talk some sports betting. Schmidt, I guess I should say hello to you also. Oh, that's all right. I'm not even here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks, for joining. <laughs> thanks for joining no, this, thanks, this glorious yeah, podcast. You're no, fucking welcome. You're fucking welcome. It distracts me from the Eagles. So we're going to talk about that game. So we're going to talk about not the whole week 11 slate because we'd be going for hours and hours and nobody wants to hear us talk for hours and hours or even, you know, more than 12 minutes. But we're going to go through some games that we've already bet or that we're thinking of, of betting and we're going to talk each other through it. We're going to do Green Bay and the Colts, which is a really good game. And Green Bay is not the favorite. Surprise, surprise. Philly and the Browns. I don't I don't want to talk about that game, but we're going to. Ugh. Casey in Vegas, Sunday Night Football. That's actually a really good game, we think, although the Raiders have some, you know, exposure issues, COVID <laughs> exposure issues. And then if we want to talk about anything else in the end, then we might get to it. And Monday Night Football, which I don't think we'll get to, this is a really good game, Rams and Tampa Bay. Rams have already moved, not already, but I expected it to go. It was three and a half earlier in the week. I expect it to go down to three. It's up at four. So won't touch on it too much, but I do like the Rams there at plus four. I haven't bet it yet, but I think before uh, the night's done, I'm going to get there. Won't touch on it too much, but just did. So just, just touch on it for <laughs> 20 seconds. Bet the Rams if you're going to bet anything. And if they end up losing by more than four, then you didn't get the advice here. So yep. <laughs> Green Bay and Indy. This is intriguing to me. Green Bay opened i believe this opened indy favored by two and a half aka green bay underdogs by two and a half this is down to one at some books one and a half over under is kind of held steady 51 51 and a half i haven't done anything with this game i was getting selfish and hoping to get a green bay up to three that didn't work because it went the other way down to one and a half mm-hmm. coach we'll start with you what are you thinking here because i'm not huge on the colts but they're favored yeah it, it's it's kind of an odd game for, for both teams. Uh, you know, the Colts have been playing pretty good football uh, and, and who they played last week just went right out of my head, but you know, they, they pretty much Titans. smoked sh- the Titans you. and that disaster. Yeah. And they just smoked half. them out. They just smoked them out, but I don't see that happening continuously. And as, as we all know from, you know, the, the preseason uh, podcast I was on, not a big fan of the Colts in the long game. I think they're overachieving. Um, that defense is kind of out of nowhere. I mean, you know, Myers Leonard, you know, great, great linebacker. Those cornerbacks are kind of playing above themselves a little bit. Um, you know, they, they took a flyer on uh, Rhodes from from the Vikings, an older cornerback, Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, but he's know, kind play. of working out so far, right? Like more he than is. what I thought. Yeah, agreed. So that's why I look at it and say, you know, they are probably the best defense in the league right now. Um, and Green Bay just struggled a little bit at home with Jacksonville. Jacksonville. So, <laughs> yeah, you kind of tie those things all together and is is Green Bay going to get up for this game or are they going to kind of – is that who they are, right? That's kind of their level of play. Um, so it'll be interesting. I, I'm not a big Green Bay fan in this state in, in this situation personally, but uh, over 51 I can see because both teams can put up points. Um, and I can see the, the Green Bay defense kind of breaking down on the road, to be honest with you. And Aaron Rodgers is going to give you 21 to 24 points. He, he just is. I mean, that's what they do. Um, so I, I like the over in that game, but but I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd go on on uh, minus one Green Bay or anything, or plus one Green Bay or anything. 
Schmidt, I'll pitch it to you next, but I but you raise a, a good point there that maybe we look at a Green Bay team total, and I don't know what that's going to be at 51. They're dogs. You might be able to get a 24 and a half, 24 flats, probably a little bit low. But I think that Rodgers is going to get you 24, 26 points. So take a look at that, and maybe if this goes down, if you can get a 23 and a half, doubtful. It's but. 25 and a half on FanDuel. I mean, granted, they're usually a slightly higher than others, but um, I'd consider it. You're, you're talking me high. into an over a little bit more, and, and I'm talking myself, and I think we talked about it before even recording, that, that teasing Green Bay up is something I should have done already at two and a half. I'm likely going to do that to get them on the other side of seven. Schmidt, any other thoughts on this one? Yeah, like this was one that stood out to me when I first saw the lines coming out. Um I know that it, the Colts looked pretty good against the Titans last week, although they looked good. I mean, the Titans were leading at halftime, so the Colts looked good in the second half, but they were down, what, 17-13 at half? Yep. And we were – because we had a bet on the Titans that was looking pretty good. Looked great. Um, so, I mean, maybe this – maybe the, are the Colts favored because we're kind of overreacting to last week's games a little bit? I mean, maybe not. Green Bay still won. And if you look at the box score of that game, like that should not have been close. Uh, Jacksonville had a punt return for a touchdown. Green Bay still had like 400 yards of offense to the Jags, 260. It was not, it was a game that was close only in the scoreboard. So I don't know. I kind of like Green Bay in this spot. Um, Like you said, it it, it almost almost kind of feels like a sucker bet because it just seems like they should. I know. It's almost too good to be true. But I do. I like Green Bay in this spot. Like Green Bay's got the second-ranked offense in DVOA. Um, Colts' defense is good. Rodgers, the only game. I mean, he struggled against the top defense in DVOA, which is Tampa. Did not look good there. Mm-hmm. So this is probably the second, or you know, yeah. And I know Dave, Dave, you said they were the best defense. I mean, you could part them in Tampa Bay are probably number one and number two. So is Rodgers going to struggle against this defense? I don't know, but. I would bet more on Rodgers having a good game against this defense than Phillip Rivers continuing to play like he has been playing recently. He's due for a three-turnover game, don't you think? That's fair. It is Phillip Rivers, and he has figured out more ways to lose than anyone else I've ever seen. Somehow I think Anthony Lynn is carrying the torch in San, not San Diego, <laughs> L.A. It's, yeah. it's going to take me two decades to stop San Diego. And then they'll move again. Yeah, just, it uh, yeah, right. But uh, <laughs> Chargers, Chargers are still doing their thing in terms of inventing ways to lose. Rivers didn't turn the ball over at all last week, right, which was shocking. They saw it in the red zone a few times, actually more than a few times. I think it was like four times, I want to say. And that's mm-hmm. what held their point total down in the first half. And then, you know, those, those Titans – Blocked punts and 12 yard punts, you know, kind of got the uh, Colts number home. It's a tough yeah, I game. Do wonder, I do wonder if we've overrated the Titans a little bit, though. Ah, mm, interesting. Who, who said that early in the year? <laughs> mm. I really liked that offense. And in the first half, I was like, this offense looks great. And their offensive numbers were on point. I had it over 23 and a half of that game on Tennessee. They, they somehow didn't get there. And they had 17 points with like three and a half minutes left in the second quarter. That's that's not, not great. But That play calling was terrible. I'm just going to leave it at that. Didn't love what they did. And when you get those 12-yard those punts and block punts, I mean, it just goes the other direction. This is, if I had to do anything on the money line, I don't think I'm going to do anything like bet outright. I'd lean Green Bay just because I'm saying 
who do I think is the better overall team in terms of like, and you can't just say green Bay is better. Cause I know that there's some matchups involved here and mm-hmm. Colts are looking good right now. Green Bay, you know, they they've shown that you can run the ball on them a little bit. You can even throw the ball on them a little bit. And Phillip rivers likes to do all that. It's going to come down to turnovers. Is rivers going to turn the ball over? Is Rogers going to turn the ball over on the road? I would bet on Aaron Rodgers in that case. That's why I'm going to tease it up, and I do like that over more and more that I'm thinking about it now. Fifty. Yeah, I think I, I think I would I think I would tease the Packers as well. Um, one other thing of interest in this game that kind of the I guess maybe this might be the biggest dichotomy between the two units of the teams is the Colts are sixth in DVOA for special teams, and the Packers are all the way down at twenty fourth. Hey, that so. could come into play. Yeah, Colts, Colts grade out well in a lot of metrics. I'm looking at, you know, sharp football stats, and the Steelers are ranked number one in run and pass success rates, first overall in the league. Saints are actually number two for run success rate, but Colts right there at four. And then passing, pass defense, pass success, the Colts are number nine. So they're right up there. Tampa's up there as well, five and eight. So you blend it all together. Colts are definitely a top five defense in the league. Tampa and Steelers there as well. We'll see what Rodgers can do with it. I know that Rodgers looked bad in Tampa, but I think he kind of mailed it in too. Like you just saw his facial expressions and he, he just checked out. Like I think they, they were coming in 4-0, coming in off a of bye. They're like, we don't have it today. So Yeah, and, and he does get demoralized. I mean, if a team beats him up or, or you know, the guys around him aren't making plays as well, you've seen him kind of start to shut himself down mentally. Not a lot, but it does happen. Um, and this Colts defense has the, the chance to do that. It really does. Yeah, or, or or whenever Rogers has to go visit his family out in San Francisco, although they did kill him last time. <laughs> oh yeah, he he somehow got it done this time, but uh, he he hates going to California because his family hates him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> rightfully so, from what I hear. <laughs> yeah, that that could be a, a two part, a twenty part podcast in itself. I think of all the family dynamics going on there. So okay. Um, I think we we covered that as much as we can. I mean, if Green Bay somehow gets bet or if the Colts get bet up again and, you know, Green Bay gets the three, I don't see that ever happening. Grab it. I was hoping for it. Didn't happen. But uh, sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens. You're hoping for a move from two and a half to three and it doesn't happen. I will say I like the Packers a little bit more before we started this conversation and started going through all the numbers. But um, I think I still need Packers. That's why you don't need to bet it, but you can tease it. And if you don't want to bet it at all, the listeners don't need to, you know, don't have to bet every game. Should you bet every game? On FanDuel, guys, on FanDuel, the Packers are still plus two and a half. That's amazing. Oh, wow. I might have to run to that after this. Run to FanDuel. Run to FanDuel. And maybe that'll get to a three at some point. That's Let's impressive. move on to a game that is three, and it involves our beloved, our beloved team. I don't know if they're oh, beloved. God, Philadelphia Eagles, Cleveland Browns. This over/under is moving, by the way, guys. Over/under is at forty-seven and a half. You can still get some forty-seven some places. I think it was down at 40, 45, 46 yesterday. Browns are favored by three, juiced heavily. Where they're favored by three, three and a half at other spots. The Eagles, I said last week, if the Eagles don't win and don't cover that spread for me against the Giants, I'm not betting on them for the rest of the season. Like, just flat out not fucking betting them. They lost outright by 10. That's, uh-huh. That was disgusting to the Giants, who might win that division. We'll cover that in our Futures podcast coming up. What do we think of this game? Like, is it worth teasing Philly up? Is it worth 
taking Cleveland? Have you bet on this at all? Schmidt, we'll start off with you. I haven't done anything with this yet. Oh, man. I mean, would you even want to do anything with this game? I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch, yeah, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to read about it the next day. I don't I I kind of want to <laughs> Don't want to like, hear about it on the airwaves. Don't want to watch talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean if I, I actually know. had my choice, if I actually had my choice, I I think I would want one of the men in black to come and hit me with that flashy thing and then yeah. just convince me I was a Dolphins fan or something like, I, this <laughs> Sign me up for that. Feel pretty good right now. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. I don't know. How can you trust the Eagles at all to do anything right? Anything you can't, you really can't. Yeah, I'm silent because I don't have anything for you. Even the but, games uh, that the Eagles, have, even that the games that the Eagles have won this year, they've like pulled it out of their ass miraculously somehow. Except for the Cowboys oh, yeah. game, which was just, and I mean, God, we want to watch an awful. Still, game kind of pulled it out of their ass. Like that game was in limbo and early in the fourth quarter, right? So that turnover that was probably not a turnover. <laughs> so, they haven't convincingly beat anybody except, I guess, Ben DiNucci to an extent. I mean, this team's bad. If you look at... It's and they have talent. Funny. They have talent. It's it's pretty funny. If you look at their current season performances just at the high levels, like points, points for, like Cleveland has 1.4 average more per game. Points against, Cleveland lets up 1.3 <laughs> more per game. Uh, yards per player very comparable. Um, yards per point, the Eagles actually have more yards per point. Really? Uh, turnovers, the Eagles are obviously worse. Time of possessions, similar, same. Um, you know, first half score differential is really what's going to happen. So it may lead you to a first half Browns uh, money line or even the spread. Cause they Sign got me up for anything, Browns. You don't even need to talk me into it that much. <laughs> All right, yeah, sure. First half Browns, in. <laughs> but you just look at the high levels and it's like, they're very identical teams, and somehow Cleveland is has a winning record, and the Eagles are just abysmal on all things. Um, but again, I, I don't even know if I'd want to throw this game in a tease, to be honest. It's just I so mean, dangerous. I could see someone losing by ten easily, namely yeah. the Eagles losing by ten. Kareem Hunt. Well, so let's talk about that a little bit. Kareem Hunt's awesome, but maybe that's what the Eagles want them to do: is just run Kareem Hunt. Like, if there's anything that the Eagles can do well, and they don't execute every week. They can stop the run. That's that's one mm-hmm. thing they can do well, and sometimes their can, pass rush can get home. Yep. They can they can stop running backs. I'm not sure they can stop the run, though. Well, they can't stop well, Baker, Mayfield Baker Mayfield running Mayfield the ball. Not, but Baker Mayfield's <laughs> not going to run the ball like, you know, Daniel Jones. Like he's but Stefanski's right. going to do play action all day and burn these linebackers and burn yeah. this secondary. Oh. Yeah, but but at the end of the day, what we've seen, though, the linebackers have had improved coverage, especially now that Nate Jerry's out, right? And I'm almost talking myself into an Eagles bet here. I'm not going to do it. But Eagles teased up. It looks it. like Don't you're going that David. way. But, Eagles but, money line. Matchup-wise, it makes sense. Plus, the Browns actually have some injuries on their offensive line they have to worry about, or, or I'm sorry, COVID-related stuff going on with their offensive line, as well as Miles Garrett potentially isn't going to play. Now this that is would a be wait- huge. That would be huge, by the no, way. This is a wait and see game, though. Like this isn't a bet this early to get the number. The number's probably going to remain around three the whole time. Um, you wait and see, and you look for those early um, calls of who's going to be in or out of the game, right? Um, but but I will tell you, the Eagles do match up man for man fairly well. Uh, and again, I'm almost talking myself into this. 
but I would tease up. We'll have an intervention live on the air if we need to. <laughs> I would tease Sounds up. Sounds like the under. coach is going to take an alt spread for the Eagles. Well, I would, birds, I would tease birds up minus an 10 under. and a half. No, I would right. tease up an under because I will guarantee you there's no way it's at 47 now. There's no way this game's getting over 54 points. So if you tease it up seven and throw it in with a couple other games you like from an over under perspective or just general line play it at least adds value to a tease because there's no way they're getting up there. These offenses are not that strong. I mean, the Browns couldn't put up more than, what, 10 points, 13 points against the Texans. Yeah, but there's a lot of wind in that game. I hear – I totally hear, I hear what you're you. saying. I hear you, but – I hear what you're saying, but I think they're going to try to do more of the same. They're going to grind it out. Both teams grind it out. The Eagles actually opponent yards per player in the top 10 in the NFL. I don't know how that's possible, 5.1 yards per player. The, the Rams and the Colts – and Tampa Bay are the three elite teams. So, like, this is a real So, they metric. just can't get off the field? They just basically. can't get off the field. Like, literally, the top five teams are Rams, Colts, Bucks, Saints, Pittsburgh, the top five defenses in the NFL, Eagles 5.1, which means I should probably look up what their third down, you know, let-up rate is, and it's probably high. Like, the Eagles are probably giving yeah. up a lot of third downs. They can't get off the field. The Eagles do some things well. They just don't do it for four quarters at a time, even for a quarter and a half at a time. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that if you're going to do anything with this game, I would wait until this spread goes over three. If you can get an Eagles at four and you want to talk yourself into that, do it. Am I going to do it? No. Cause I told myself I'm not betting on the Eagles for the rest of the year or tease it up. But honestly, I'm not doing anything with it. And should we talk about the Eagles schedule? No, we, we should probably talk about the Eagles schedule for the futures show. And, and talk about that because the Eagles need this game to win that mm-hmm. division. I think. Especially because they lost last week. Absolutely. <laughs> and they've and lost the, six other games. Yeah, the, the Browns are probably the least, the Browns are probably the least impressive six and three team in the league. Like oh, they yeah. got Agreed. annihilated. They got annihilated by Pittsburgh. They lost 16 to six to Vegas. Um, they barely beat Cincinnati. They barely beat Houston. And that's just the last four weeks. They do have a win over the Colts somehow. I they they're that was early, right? Yeah, yeah, that maybe was back week in, uh, three October. or week four. That yeah. was when Philip Rivers was turning the ball over three times a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, the Browns are probably the least impressive six-win team. If Vegas has six wins, I'd say that they're in that category too. But Vegas, I think, is a better overall team. The Browns don't do anything that well. Yeah. They can run that play Browns. action a little well, but other than that, Kareem Hunt is really good, and it's about it. Yeah, I mean, the Browns wins this year. Cincinnati twice, Washington, Dallas, and bad, Houston. Bad and got pummeled against Baltimore and Pittsburgh, and they're going to get pummeled again by Baltimore and Pittsburgh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. So, Philly or nothing. Again, Philly or nothing. Then again, here's a list of quarterbacks the Eagles have beaten this year. Nick Mullins, Daniel Jones, and Ben DiNucci. It's pretty pathetic. And honestly, they barely beat Nick Mullins, which transitioned to to beat hard. And they almost lost to Daniel Jones twice. Like they they were down 21-10 in the fourth quarter, and then some miracle happened. Yeah. Not a miracle, it's that the Giants. I am so sick of beating up. I do not want to talk about this team anymore. (laughs) So let's move on from this and cover our our last game. But if you're gonna do anything, wait for a good Eagles line, I'd say, but I'm not touching it. Last game, much better game. I've played it, but KC in Vegas. This is our Sunday night football game, right? KC, yes. Sunday night football game, KC favored by seven. It was six and a half. 
Over-unders at 56 and a half, 57 in a couple books right now. Vegas has like nine, 19 guys on the COVID list because of exposure. I played Kansas City minus six and a half yesterday, yesterday meaning Tuesday. I can't envision a world where I'd take the Raiders at plus six and a half, even though they won last time. I don't see it happening again. Fool me once, shame on shame on me, shame on you. Fool me twice, you, you shit on my chest. Shit on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> shit on my chest. <laughs> no chest shitting in this game. Yeah, Beckham's out for the year. No one wants that anymore. But maybe the Chiefs will shit on the Raiders. What do we think here? We'll start with you, Coach. Chest uh, shitter. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't see Las Vegas being able to pull it out again. Uh, Kansas City, it was very clear that they had slept on the Raiders. Um, Raiders had a good game plan. You know, they got beat deep a couple times, meaning Kansas City. Uh, I, I don't see that happening again. You know, Andy Reid's second time around on most teams is, is usually a pretty good game for him from a game planning perspective. Spagnolo, again, same thing for him. Um, so so I'm, I'm all over Kansas City. Uh, you know, laying seven's a little little tough for anything now if you can get an alt spread down to six and a half just to get yourself that you know seven can hit for you um, I would do that um, I also <laughs> I also think this is another one I would uh, tease up uh, for the under and may even frankly just play the under I don't think Las Vegas is going to be able to score points again if you look at the last number of games and, and go back to the Browns game even they won 13 to three or 16, three, 16, six, but that was a big time win game. And I can't stress yeah. that enough that yes, it was only it 22 points in the game. That yep. game had shit coming from the sky, like, like sleet pellets. And, yep. but yes, only put but, up 16 points. But again, e- even in quality weather, they've still had some pretty rough games uh, in terms of output. And, you know, they're not a, a high flying offense in terms of deep bombs. It's dink and dunk and, and real efficient, which is good, right? They're good at it. Um, but I think, again, that Spagnuolo having a second look, Andy Reid having a second look. Um, I, I think, yeah. you know, the underplay is well in this. And I think, um, you know, if I could take Kansas City down to six and a half just for the safety of seven, I, I would do that. Okay. Okay. Schmidt thoughts. Yeah. I feel like the chiefs are going to be a team that's going to be in a lot of parlays and teaser legs this week, especially being the Sunday night game. Um, Yeah. It it does make you nervous because the Raiders have a tendency to show up and kind of play hard against a lot of teams that you didn't think they would have a chance against. They beat the saints, which seems surprising now. And it looks like the saints could be the best team in the league. Um, Close loss to the bills. They beat the chiefs. They, Whooped up on some bad teams these last couple of weeks. They still should have lost to the Chargers, though. Everybody should lose the Chargers. And the Chargers <laughs> Everybody should blow lose the Chargers. It. The Chargers just give it away. Just kind of happens. But they did blow the Broncos out. Yeah, it's a good point. They they got their asses kicked against the Bucks, But I think the Bucks were coming off of a loss, maybe. Or I'm, I'm not too sure about that game. But I expected the Bucks to show out in that game, and they did. Their ugliest loss is going to New England in week three. But they were going cross-country, and the Patriots were coming off of a good game against Seattle in that spot. So it's it's really weird how the league dynamic and how things play itself out throughout the course of the season because the Patriots in Week 3 compared to Week 7 are very different. And then all of a sudden the Patriots now, maybe in Week 11 here, are different than what they look like as bad as they were in Week 7-8, although I think they got lucky with that rainy weather. Neither here nor there because that's a different team. 
I'm kind of talking up the Raiders, but I still think that the Raiders get their asses kicked. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they they don't have a defense. In KC, like if KC wants to hang fifty five, I think KC can hang fifty five. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's the only thing that worries me for that over or that under bet I was talking about is, is KC can just go off, and if you know Las Vegas gets fourteen or seventeen points, it it hits right. Um, yeah. But, the way yeah. that that would hit and the blueprint, and I don't know if it's a blueprint on beating the Chiefs because I don't know if it's worked or if it will work in the playoffs, is you kind of control clock, you run the ball, and that's what plays itself to an under. You you keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. Yep. You, you run it. You hope to grind it out. You hope to grind out like a 24-20 win. You hope to get a turnover or two if you're graced with that off of a lucky fumble. Mahomes isn't turning the ball over that often. Or if you're in a bad weather game, that's the blueprint. Now, can can Vegas do that? Maybe. I don't see themselves really being able to stop the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs, I think are going to be able to score very quickly if they want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just think this is a game where like the Chiefs are the big dog in that division, and this is like an established dominance type game. Because if the Raiders do win this game, then they are a game behind the Chiefs, and they'll own the tiebreaker. So yeah, this is two and zero against them. Then yeah. I feel like the Chiefs need this game more than Vegas does, even though Kansas City's eight and one. Very good point, especially if they want to stay in it for home field advantage. Only one bye week, and the Steelers won't lose right now, or can't lose right now. I think they eventually lose, but Steelers have some cupcakes coming up. Also, I mean, they they have that Thanksgiving game against Baltimore, but what's Baltimore right now? So. Yeah, and especially now that you know Raiders are having all these people pop with COVID, I. Definitely would lean to, to the minus seven against Kansas City. But like I said, this is probably going to wind up in a bunch of parlays and teasers for me. I wouldn't be shocked if by the time that we get this podcast out there that it's seven and a half. So if it's still at seven as you're listening to this, grab that seven because I think you might have an opportunity to go on the other side on it. Or, yeah, to your guys' point, you can tease it down. But if it gets to eight, you can still tease it down. So Casey or nothing here. And, hey, if Derek Carr and John Gruden come out, and they covered this spread or even went out, right? Colored me very, very impressed. Shit on my chest. <laughs> it's interesting because of all the, the uh, COVID issues that the Raiders just had, FanDuel pulled that game completely. They won't even let you touch wow. it. Wow. That tells you a lot about what they think. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Very interesting. And this is in KC, right? This is no, it's in Vegas. Because I was going to say, watch Vegas. the weather. It's in Vegas. No weather at all to deal with. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Don't worry yeah, about that at all. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, so Hopefully, Fanduel gets that line back up. Uh, KC still number one in offensive DVOA. Raiders are ninth. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. That's actually pretty impressive. Raiders can move the ball, and the Raiders have a very respectable offense. Their defense, you can do whatever the hell you want to it. Well, one one of the props I would like for that game is is Derek Carr completions. Um, Good they're, point. They're going to have to keep up, right? And I, I was just Quick looking throws trailing in the second half, trailing the whole game. I like yeah, it. I mean, like just looking at Kansas City's last three games, they've been allowing twenty six point three um, uh, completions per game. Yeah. Uh, last the last game, they literally let up twenty or thirty seven. Okay. Um, so, you know, their average for the year is 21, but, you know, you can see that happening. And with their uh, cars dink and dunk and they're going to have to keep up, right? I- I'd like to see that again. I can't find the number because yeah, uh, yeah. it's not up, but something to think about as we get closer. Also not a bad idea to bet on Nelson Aguilar scoring a touchdown because it's a primetime game and that'll make Eagles fans want to call it WIP tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you'll hear all about it, about how bad Aguilar is. He did win a Super Bowl, but uh, yeah, you could bet him first touchdown. They probably oh. don't have any of those props up yet. It's well, we're recording this Wednesday evening. It's Sunday night football game. Look for car completions. Car gets the ball out very quickly. I think they're going to be trailing in this game the whole time. I like that. Mm-hmm. Car passing yards, all that good stuff. We'll take a look yep. at that. We'll post any of the bets on wager underscore rager. I talk about more games, but I think we, we had a good little three pack here of games and we need to uh, move on to our futures podcast, which I guess we'll talk through some more things. So stay tuned for that podcast. If you're still with us here listening at wager rager. So Schmidt and coach, I appreciate it. I'd say go birds, but I don't even give a shit. Yeah. Not right there with you, man. Appreciate you having us on. Yep. Lose birds, lose. <laughs> Draft positioning. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs>